I'm Naomi, and this is the Sleepy House Healing Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to your new moon collective transmission. If you're here, you know me. I'm Naomi, and I'm excited for this new moon. We can think of it as a creative, fresh start. This new moon is in Sagittarius, and it has also just uh, come... We've come out of Scorpio season into Sagittarius season. I love Sagittarius energy. I may... I don't want to assume that I'm um, an anomaly for that, but I... I love that Sagittarius is such a creative energy and that it is so direct. Jupiter energy is something I'm working on cultivating more in my life. Um, getting into back into a creative practice and getting present again. I don't know about you, but... The last few weeks, last few months, the last few years. <laughs> it's been, uh, you know, it's been a ride. Um, it's very easy, I think, to... I, I've been a little dissociative and just not so present and had a hard time keeping my focus on what I'm doing, at like, at the task at hand. So just kind of gotten to this point of like, okay, my attention span is really short and I need more rest than usual and that I'm really used to getting. I need more alone time and I'm going to find ways to have it. So it's really been helping me. um, And yeah, I'm just, I'm thrilled that Jupiter, to welcome in more Jupiter, right? Um, creative fresh start is just what I keep hearing for this new moon. I think that is an invitation for all of us. If you're listening, um, that means you too. So yeah, um, let's get into the reading. I don't have a lot of updates really. It's like in the winter, I just, I've really been slowing, slowing, slowing way down and Um, normally I make these a few days ahead of time, but today I just, I really, um, I knew the new moon was coming, but I was just, I don't know. I couldn't buckle down, couldn't do it. So creative, um, my creative fresh start includes today I went and, um, just instead of going to a store to buy things, I just got inspiration just listened in for um, the things people were saying, the colors, the feelings, the emotions that stirred as I walked around. And I did get some ideas. I did get some inspiration, which feels good. Um, If you're a writer or an artist of any kind and you've ever experienced what is called, what people call like writer's block or creative you know, feeling stuck. Um, It feels frustrating, but 
I found the remedy is just like make something stupid. Allow yourself to just... I just got to this point where like I just have to express and it's stupid. If it's stupid, that's okay. Like I'm allowed to suck at things. So I've been doodling and writing and it feels good. It just feels good to express again. So um, if you're in that place or, you know, feeling like stagnant, just like making a little something can be can be helpful. And I've also been thinking about how being um in this mode of like scarcity and in survival mode it just it kills creativity if you ever um you know study like artifacts and ancient civilizations you can i i've read this i may i'm not not really a historian but you know the civilizations that really have um you know, where there's a lot, there's ease and people are able to, you know, enjoy their lives. There's a lot more art, but in times of war or scarcity, tough times, there's less art, but we need art. We need art, I think, to survive, but I totally understand how you get into survival mode and it's like, doing anything it just feels like so much work to move to um even gather the tools to make a space to do it it's just yeah so that lack of energy i i can sometimes say oh well i'll I'll wait until i feel like making something but i don't really reach any momentum doing it like that like that time never really comes I just have to give myself permission to make a little something. And then that is from there. I, you know, at this point, I am almost 32 um, in January. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I'll turn 32. And I have written books, but I haven't written like, I haven't written like a real book. And that is a dream I had for a long time. And I think there was this sense of, oh, I'll just, I need the perfect inspiration, the right story to make that happen. When what is really missing, I have the story, you know, I have many versions of the story. I have so many stories that that could be, that could be created in, um, that could be made into a book. But uh, it's more of a, it's the sitting down, right? It's the discipline to do it. And so I I love Sagittarius energy in that it is direct, right? We think of the arrow and the objective. And it's like my energy also really works this way of like once I get that objective, I get that goal, I get that passion, I just keep going until I get it. And I, I've seen that multiple times just throughout my life and my process of creation, I keep going and I throw myself all in on a project. As soon as it's released, I like forget about it. You know, I never really like, celebrate the success. It's like on to the next thing. So, <laughs> and I can do this more easily with short form and like work that, oh, it's just going to take a couple of weeks, right? But the longer projects, they just feel so heavy. They feel like so much risk, but. I'm ready for a longer project. I'm going to actually 
It's and it's November. I could have done Nano Remo, but I didn't. Um, National Write a Novel Month or whatever. Um, I've participated before. I just you know I didn't finish it. But that style of just working through <laughs> like that that is that really does appeal to me. So I may sit down and write. Uh, not necessarily like in line with other people, but. I just need the space to do it myself. So um, now that I know that, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay, it's enough of my personal shit. Uh, but maybe you relate, and maybe there's something there for you. The first card I pulled was Empress. Is Empress? We have Empress and Nine of Swords. I'm pulling from. The Fountain Tarot, which is a deck I really don't use often. Um, they're a little bit slippery, but they're beautiful cards. And yeah, the Empress and the Nine of Swords. So I think of the Nine of Swords as this nightmare card. I think of it as this card I associate with negative, shitty energy being sent your way. Um, sometimes that can come from an internal source, something we're not addressing that's coming through in a cycle, or it can come from other people. Um, but it's still, I'm just hearing it's important to recognize your role in your own suffering. It doesn't mean that it's your fault. <laughs> it just means that you do have power here. I see the Empress too as this like, compassion abundance just love and acceptance really you, there's enough um <laughs> seeing these two next to each other is pretty interesting too the empress in this deck is a woman with this beautiful robe on standing in water against this green this very vibrant background and then the nine of swords it's um a very dark background and it is a person who's, it looks like they might have even like bed sheets on, which would track since um, the writer version of this card is a person waking up in bed. Or um, like, it looks like they're waking up from a nightmare. And there's these red lines coming through, like there's something get it, like getting to you, you know? And as cliche as it sounds, it's like the remedy here is radical self-compassion. It's like, it's not about fighting. It's not about being right. It's not even, and yeah, get your protection on, you know, like absolutely um, investigate and protect yourself. But what I also see here is that like, allow for softness internally um the more you turn inward the more you give attention to what's inside rather than out there the more you cultivate spaciousness within and you know the weird external bullshit that people say or even the stuff that you've sort of like said yourself it doesn't stick stick to you in the same way when you have that inner world right when you have that spaciousness that you're cultivating inside so just a card for what's coming 
beautiful queen of coins yeah so here's what you can do <laughs> to sort of prepare for the coming weeks until our next reading okay i pulled queen of coins and in this deck it is a black woman who's wearing a green robe a gown with um a coin underneath and she's in some sort of garden with is it called topiary the, those the hedges that are like trimmed very intricately anyway i think of this card as this invitation to to take care of your body right empress and queen of coins are kin they're very the energy or the association the invitation is very much like take care of yourself like find your comfort and create a sanctuary not comfort in like oh i need to be sheltered from the reality of the world but yeah in some ways you do and you deserve that sanctuary um I can't help but just think about how here in the U.S. every day, every few days, there are there's more news of uh, gun violence uh, taking people's lives and how so many of us are just like walking, whether we are totally aware of it or not, we're just very hypervigilant. And it's, I don't know, hypervigilant makes it sound like we don't have a reason to feel vigilant. Um, but actually there's concrete, right? <laughs> Queen of coins. There's material reasons why this threat is, it's not in our heads. It's not, um, you know, just anxiety. It's, uh, it's rooted in reality. And the reality is that, um, anywhere at school, uh, at a store, someone could just take out a gun and, and that's that, you know? So um, I hate to harp on about that when this is a reality we're all living in, whether we're thinking about it or not. Um, consciously, I think subconsciously, that is just part of our shadow. Um, and I, the nine of swords here, you know, it's like, Yes, uh, some of this is our minds, but whatever you're going through, it's like there's also elements of like, okay, well, there's a total, a totally logical reason why these swords are here and worrying about it doesn't make us safer, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard to not worry when literally nothing happens. Um, our leaders just kind of throw thoughts and prayers uh, half-heartedly towards uh, victims of gun violence. And I, I would say at this point, almost not every, but almost every American has lost someone to this totally preventable thing, you know? Um, and I'm not someone, I come from, you know, a family of hunters and that is a totally, I'm not anti-gun, um, but I don't think I have to explain why some common sense laws and uh, a reassessment of our values um, is like essential, right? 
Uh, this is a uniquely American problem and it seeps into everything. The burden too, just that parents are under like during the school year, it's, I mean, we know statistically that when school starts again, not all the kids are going to come home every day because that's, it's, we've seen it. There've been, I don't know, 600 shootings in America in the last year. There's, there's been a lot, right? So again, I don't want to harp on about it, but I just want to mention, you know, I think for a long time, I have overexposed myself to news, uh, to discourse online, even political uh, messaging. And I thought, well, this is me being informed. It's really important that I don't shield myself from the horrors of reality that we're all living in, right? But it turns out I've really never had a hard time empathizing. I've really never had a hard time uh, advocating for other people, people who are not like me, caring about what happens to them. Like that for me has never been a challenge, right? Like I am so visual. I am so um, sensitive that I hear a fictional story and I, you know, it can really get to me, right? So seeing the daily cycles of like horror and, um, you know, I, I had to get off Twitter for multiple reasons. Not all are new. Some of them are. And, um, you know, the instability that we're facing, it's me reading it and living there is actually, it it has never activated me to do more or to be helpful. It has drugged me down and uh, made me afraid, right? It made me afraid of, you know, other people, my neighbors, other people I'm meant to build community with. So, I just want to empower you here to make the decision that actually works for you, not the one that is touted as like socially good or acceptable. Uh, Queen of Wands here is reversed as like, you know, what's coming and, and the choices that we can make. And it's like, you are powerful. Do not forget it. Your mind is extremely powerful. And so if you are telling yourself stories of, I can't do this, I'm not good enough, I'm literally preaching to the choir, I know, um, but my mind is very powerful. And with those thoughts that I run on loop or that are on loop, I can, uh, I'll believe it, you know? So I'm just saying, remember your power, remember your agency, see how far you can actually go, right? Like what are the limits of your capacity and what you can do? And if you know that overexposure um, to anything is actually draining you and not empowering you to, to be helpful or to help yourself or others in your sphere, I would say just, yeah, make make the choices that work, right? I am not here to like preach like individual like responsibility over collective healing. I'm absolutely not. I've noticed this trend online and just in general, it's like, Listening to some of the audios that are trending on Instagram among homesteaders and stuff, which is a sphere I occupy myself, um, 
it's like the audio kind of boils down to like, I'm smart. Everyone else is dumb. Everybody else is eating bad food. Everybody else is just an idiot, you know? And it's like, look at our, look at our society. Like, look at our, um, you know, our systems of oppression and, and maybe consider that not everybody else is dumb, uh, but that we have not had opportunities for the education that we need. We haven't had opportunities even to eat food that is nutritious. It's not about individual blame. It's not about individual blame. It's not about um, you didn't recycle, so you're bad when there are companies that are just, they don't give a shit. All they care about is their bottom line. And that's sort of the thing with information online that I wanted to get across as well. Just seeing behind the curtain a little bit, you know, a lot of people that I thought were speaking up, uh, speaking their truth and were, you know, social justice sort of influencers. I thought, wow, all these people, they just are so much more engaged. They're just, you know, um, and then I realized like some people are just, they're in it for money babes like they have gotten paid to say what they're saying um they have an interest in you hating yourself uh for things that you cannot change and feeling guilty because guilt is extremely profitable shame is extremely profitable and this is why I'm not a good marketer and maybe uh I'm sure there's a way you can be an ethical marketer uh, but in the current uh, climate <laughs> landscape of online marketing, I just, I really don't, I really just don't trust anything online I, anymore. And not in a conspiracy theory way, but um, just today I got a notification on one of my Instagram accounts that somebody followed me back. And I thought that was weird because... Uh, I only follow myself, <laughs> my main account on it. And somebody's been in my, in, in my Instagram, somebody has, uh, gotten in there, followed people and it's just so, it's so violating. But the thing is, this is not really that surprising. Like there's no privacy online. Maybe there is, but it's not something I'm aware of because every time I've thought I was having a private interaction, it turns out it wasn't, <laughs> whether through people sharing things or just through, um, you know, bad security sort of shit. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, create your sanctuary in real life. Mm, and at least for me, part of this, this invitation with the Sagittarius new moon is about sovereignty and about, uh, yeah, in a lot of ways, getting rid of like parasites. And I don't, that sounds so like extreme and it sounds so, um, I don't know. It sounds like I'm judging. I'm in judge judgment mode. I don't know why. Um, let me come back. It's time to get rid of parasites. And um, one thing I have found is like <clears throat> social media can feel that way. Like very parasitic, very draining. Um, 
And I just feel like a sponge sometimes for other people's energy, opinions, their judgments, their projections. Um, So I hate to be all or nothing, but that is my personality. I'm very intense. I'm this or I'm that. I'm one extreme or the other. And instead of beating myself up about that intensity... It's like, I don't need to go so strong, actually. Subtle subtle things matter, right? Balance matters. Um, and I can also acknowledge that social media is designed to be addictive. There's so many things that are designed to be addictive that are just norms, right? Like, I don't know, alcohol is an example. And I'm not judging you if you drink alcohol and you love your Instagram account and it works for you and it's, you know, you're not feeling like shit. Great. Um, but (laughs) alcohol, uh, fast food, social media, so many things that are just like normal, uh, are designed to just be maximum addictive. So you keep coming back, you know? Um, And it doesn't mean that you're bad for engaging. It doesn't mean any of us are responsible because we didn't do it. We're literally just responding to the exact thing that these uh, systems were created to make us want to come back, you know? So anyway, I say all of this just looking at my need for more, more, more. Or what I perceive as my need for more. When really more stuff, more um, food, more variety, more clothes, like all of these things, it's not bad to have. Even those the people that have like tons and tons of clothes and like being a reseller is their hobby. None of that is bad. Um, but I am someone who I have so many passions and so... I go all in on my hobbies, but then I there's I never have enough hobbies. I just don't specialize in one thing for very long. Um, all this stuff really adds up. It builds up, you know, and more has not worked out. More feels like more. It doesn't... I'm the same person. <laughs> Nothing magical happens where I'm more creative or more comfortable being me. It's like... I really just need more stillness and I need to be in my body more. I need to be here in the present. And it's tough. It's tough when you're a person who really needs alone time, really needs silence, really needs, um, yeah, to more sleep than other people. And you aren't really allowed to have that because of your life you know I made choices like having a family having a child before I knew this about myself and I wouldn't change it you know I love my family I love my child so much um he's a lot like me so you know there's this constant mirroring that happens that's really also kind of triggering I don't know it's a gift but I'm also like you know it's exhausting to um you know, feel like I'm guiding a little version of me and I feel myself sometimes making mistakes that I remember my parents doing it and it, you know, like not being able to like pay attention to the boring uh, stuff at school, you know. 
I catch myself getting frustrated with him and I'm like, dude, I actually relate because I think it's boring too. And it was boring when I was a kid and, you know, but anyway, coming back to my point, it was just that need having these needs of rest, stillness, silence, uh, and more alone time than other people. It's really not always possible for me. So, um, I can't and would not want to change my lifestyle as far as my family and my child goes, but I can change my lifestyle as far as social media goes. You know, there are some things I really, feedback is cool and fine and I want your feedback. And then there's other things, especially like things I've written, things I haven't even published because I don't want anyone's opinion on you know, I want to express them and release them into the world, but I actually don't care to have like comments or like people having something to say when it's like a lot of times they're not, it has nothing to do with what I wrote. It's something else. It's something that has to do with them and it's fine. It's, it's like not wrong, but <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't want to do the back and forth thing when it comes to even post on Twitter, I would get annoyed when people would just, like, be weird in my comments. Like, I just don't want it, you know? It's like, I'm I'm here to share an affirmation, to share some a piece of art or whatever, and I don't really want the back and forth. And I don't think it's actually good for most of us to, to do that all the time. As writers, it's like, if you want to write a rebuttal or something to an article or a you know, I, I think that's cool, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm just going on. <sighs> I'm just choosing, you know, how I express, where I express, and where I spend my energy. I think of all of the work, all of the things I've shared on social media, and people have told me, you know, oh, it's so inspiring. You've inspired all this art or all this work that I've done, and I love that, you know, good for them. But I'm also thinking like, why was I just creatively off-gassing on Twitter when I could have been writing something, you know, like I could have been working on a larger body of work that has lasting value, you know, that would belong to me. Because everything on Twitter now I deactivated, but also it just, it doesn't belong to us. So I am on Mastodon, but I um really, I'm not. It's not like how I was on Twitter. I'm a mythic witch at toot.community if you want to hang out with me there. I just, it, it doesn't have that same dopamine slot machine effect. So I'm happy about that. Um, but I've been getting back into audiobooks and really spending time on, you know, long reads and dreaming, visioning for next year. There are going to be some massive transitions next year, and I'm so ready for them. Um, but I'm still in it, you know? I'm still I'm still wintering, and I really wish that everyone had the ability to winter, to really just be, you know, dormant. <laughs> um, wow, okay. I pulled two cards when I said that just to see what was there. The sun and the fool reversed, right? So it's like it's like this delayed thing, right? 
the sun comes back, the spring returns, a new, you know, creative, fresh start. Um, you can have your creative, fresh start now if you're able to slow down. But even with my creative work, uh, it doesn't do well from a place of urgency. It does, I do so much better when there's no pressure and I just get alone time where I can roll around and fuck off and not have a specific objective. Um, that's where the ideas come from. And then once I have the idea, it's like, okay, well now I can write the story. Now I can write the article or whatever, you know? So I've rambled for long enough. Take care of yourself. Drink water. We are thirsty. We are thirsty. I'm thirsty. Maybe you're also thirsty. Drink water, eat well, rest, slow the fuck down as much as you can if you need to. Be kind to yourself, right? Empress was the first card that we pulled. Cocoon, okay, cocoon, hibernate if you're able. And have a wonderful Sagittarius new moon. I'm gonna gonna work on some writing and have a cup of tea. Bye-bye.